1: Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is
0: seeing. Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear.
2: Hey, y'all. We're back for another week of Tis the Podcast, the podcast dedicated to keeping the Christmas spirit alive 365 days a year. I'm Julia.
3: I'm Anthony. I'm Tom. I think now we should introduce ourselves as which ghost character would be us in our mind.
2: Oh, I'm four. What Thor. if you're not a ghost character, oh, which character of the show Ghost? Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Not which ghost character, right?
3: Yeah, correct, correct. Which okay. character on the show Ghost? I had to think about that. Yes,
2: okay. I'm <laughs> Samantha. I'm <Thor. laughs> I'm, Thor. Tre-
3: I'm Trevor. <laughs>
2: oh i love it so much um i'm excited about tonight and the content but let's pin that for a second how were weeks for y'all
3: uh let's see it was excellent so last night everything everywhere all at once swept the oscars uh (laughs) i had a wonderful time on saturday with ryan and sarah to seeing scream six And it was just good all around. It was a good weekend all around. And I am not recording an alternative to edit in, in case
2: it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so hopeful. (laughs) Well, present day Julia, which is recording night, is excited because future Julia, when this actually drops, my kids will be in Ireland. My two oldest oh, ones. have yeah. been That's working ex- towards it for like a year and a half. So next week, next week you'll be visited by anxious Julia, whose mother anxieties will be on absolute full tilt for the week. Her two oldest are across the ocean, but
3: so next okay. week Julie, when we introduce ourselves as characters from what we're covering, she will be a mix of Janine and Jacob.
2: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true um
3: when no, do they I'm leave super
2: excited they leave sunday night so they'll take an overnight flight to ireland they'll get there monday and they that's, get to do all the cool things so
3: that, that's the way to do it and those like, red eyes yep
2: yeah, really excited for him i told them both i'm like you really do have to sleep like you really do have to sleep on that flight
3: yeah but it's gonna be for them it's gonna be like those old disney
0: commercials i'm too excited to sleep you remember those commercials i saw those commercials i I did too those were so yeah that's how i've always imagined i would feel
2: (laughs) (laughs) so my week's been a whole lot of just preparing for that right all the things that go into that so what about you tom you done anything fun lately
0: uh, Ellie had her first performance with the church choir this weekend. How was it? This. And it was amazing. She looked God, so thrilled.
2: Magical.
0: <laughs> she got thrilled. I can't she believe how thrilled. old she's looking now, Tom. Like, just look. Well, she's still like younger than everybody else, but... Yeah, so all but the still. Other kids. Uh
2: was it exciting did she love
0: it or was she nervous she loved it um oh. and she wasn't she wasn't at the parish on her birthday weekend so um we do a blessing a birthday blessings during the service for everybody whose birthday and anniversary is that week and she went up after the other people and interrupted the priest in front of the whole parish and said that it was her birthday <laughs> A couple of weeks ago and he's like okay we're gonna time travel just so she could get her birthday prayer blessing <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll edit it out it. of the uh i'll edit it out of our service and send it to y'all because it was really cute and then we hear all these people in the church oh and start clapping for her so it was really nice
1: oh <laughs> I love
3: that. that's awesome that's excellent i do want to take a moment to brag about one of julia's children because she helped me her and her friend mm-hmm. helped a lot edit this old picture of my grandparents when they got engaged and they got rid of the glare and restored it and i have a friend now so hannah if you're listening thank you you and your friend did excellent work as you know because i bypassed your mother to pay you and your friend via instagram
2: yeah she told Um, me
3: that (laughs) um, well she said you paid
2: her friend
3: yeah, but I specifically said in that message, half of that goes to Hannah. So I hope her friend gave, her, gave half her half of it. I think
2: she gave it all to Skylar. <laughs> no, she gave it all to Skylar. Because Hannah didn't do anything. Hannah's like, I didn't do anything.
3: Okay, well. Skylar
2: did it all. And that's perfectly fine.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I want thank to
0: thank her.
3: Julia was she using came. her chil- Julia was using her children and their friends as free labor for me, and I was like I even checked with Sarah after I was like, "I gotta pay them." She's like, "Yeah, you got to." <laughs> she, she can't let leave them for free labor like that. So that's why I was like, "Hannah, <laughs> what's the cash app?" <laughs> oh,
2: that's.
0: Uh, I want to give her a shout out too. She photographed all of Ellie's birthday party for us, and we got the pictures back this week, and they were so good. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. awesome. She had
2: fun doing that. Yeah, she's been. She's been really excited about growing her business, so I'm excited
0: I, for. Her. I think. See, this is good. So, so,
3: so when Tom and Julia finally come to New York for Christmas, Julia's going to bring Hannah, and Hannah can be the photographer, our professional podcast mm. photographer, trailing the three of us around <laughs> New York, getting the shots for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I did also want to just say real quick about last week as well. I started a new podcast and our first episode dropped on Friday.
2: Oh, so exciting. What are you talking about?
3: Uh, It's called DC Unlimited. We're talking all things DC comics and movies, but especially now that the universe is getting rebooted and James Gunn is starting his own thing. We wanted to kind of get in on the ground floor and cover that from the beginning. So first episode dropped Friday where we talk about, you know, our histories of DC and the slate gun revealed and expectations and things like that. So check it out; it's fun. Um, I'm doing it with Phil of Phil at the Movies and Chris of Gatherer the Geek. So check out their shows. Um, uh, your podcast apps. Nice.
0: It is so good. I will definitely say it is the second best podcast you host.
3: It is the second best <laughs> podcast I host. <laughs>
2: I don't know about y'all, but I've been looking forward to what we're covering tonight for a good while.
3: Me Um, too.
2: So it is TV month. So we're obviously continuing with that. And if you didn't pick up on it by the beginning of the episode where Anthony mentioned ghosts, um, we are covering the single, well, you could say the two episodes, but it's one long special. They did for Christmas this year. Um, for the show Ghosts, that shows on CBS.
3: And hopefully in the future, we will get more Ghosts Christmas content to cover.
2: I am hopeful. Um, I know that when it was announced they were going to have a Christmas special, uh, Anthony and I were super excited about it. Um, Tom, were you excited about it? I can't remember. I was ambivalent. You were ambivalent. All right. But I am now, but I'm now, now you're excited very
0: excited. <laughs>
2: So that is what we're covering tonight. Technically two episodes, but as they were aired back to back, we're just going to blow through them as a single type of episode. Um, Quick plot synopsis for the show Ghosts. Um, A young couple's dreams come true when they inherit a beautiful country house, only to find it's both falling apart and inhabited by many of the deceased previous residents. So the show initially um, has a British counterpart. That I have not seen at all, Um, Anthony. Have you seen it or Tom? I
3: have. It is very much like most British shows. It's a very different sense of humor. I would say it's a little more um, America. Definitely brightened it up a bit. (laughs) Like the, Mm -hmm. it's a bit more melancholy the British one, which nothing wrong with that. There's some very emotional, poignant stuff in there with the ghosts, but uh. Mm -hmm. you know, different strokes for different folks. It's not bad, but I much prefer the American one. Um, there's a the go the British one is very um, like they don't really know how they died, so it's always kind of like an ongoing oh. mystery how they died. The ghosts, okay, the that's ghosts. interesting. Yeah. Oh uh,
2: yeah,
3: it's like the office. Different folks. It is like, yeah, the, like office. the office. Yes, and yeah, if they had adapted it exactly like that it wouldn't have worked just like if they kept michael scott david brent like season 1 of the american office that show would have failed
2: agree we just don't get down with stuff like that over here do we <laughs> we have to we're, have a healthy injection of heart into our shows
3: we're much more optimistic people yeah
2: <laughs> um okay let's do histories with the show in general Um, which probably will cover histories with the Christmas episodes as well. Anthony, you want to go first?
3: Sure. So it's, I think, only one other time on this show for a big, like, popular movie or series did Julia beat me to it and recommend it to me. And it wasn't even on the show. She said, you got to see Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. And I was like, no, (laughs) I hate Tom Cruise. I'm not going to see that. And then I saw it and ended up loving it. (laughs) Um, so it was the same thing here she mentioned once on the show last year like oh cbs's ghost is really good i love that show you should watch it and i put it off but finally did and i loved it uh it's just a very warm fuzzy show like it's just a it's not cynical you know it's warm and i like it there's a cozy feeling i get while watching it And uh, there are not a lot of good network TV comedies anymore. You usually see them on like FX or HBO or something. Um, So it's really this and Abbott Elementary left on network TV, at least as far as I'm concerned. And while Abbott Elementary gets all the awards and critical praise and everything, like this one I feel flies under the radar more. Um, But it gets the views. It was. Been it uh, gets renewed before every other show on network TV. Uh, oh. It has the highest viewers of any comedy on network TV, so it has its fan base. They're just not as loud as other shows out there, mm-hmm. but they should be because the show is awesome and it's become quickly become a comfort show for me. And I can't wait to see where it goes. And nice. and yeah, just real quick, it uh, it also like the premise might sound like it would get old but it really hasn't (laughs) like they could have done it they could have done so many different things right like if one spouse can see ghosts like the other doesn't believe them or they try to keep a secret from the other spouse whatever but right from the beginning nope he accepted it and it's just the ghosts are part of their family and i like that it's a real found family type show which I know is probably why Julia loves it, but that's why I love it, too. So, yeah, I love the show. Love the Christmas special, uh, which I was excited about when they first announced last year. So.
2: Tom, would thank uh, you.
0: Julia recommended it. I-, I watched some. Christine didn't get into it, and usually I don't have a lot of TV time where I'm not around her since usually after Elle goes to bed. We watch shows that are not necessarily appropriate for seven-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> uh it didn't click and resonate with me in the first couple of episodes um and I've just dis- and I said I want to go back and rewatch these I want to give it another shot it was it did get it did start getting funny I watched this episode when all of the characters I guess had been more fully established the cast had their rapport going with one another and I felt it like this I see why this is a comfort show for Anthony I can't wait to go watch all of it now.
2: Nice. And you liked the Christmas one? Yeah, he said that. I love this. This, yep.
0: this is this has me ready to go watch all of them.
2: Nice. Um, I echo everything both of y'all have said. Um, I think this, when it came on and when Marty and I saw it initially, it was just on one night because we don't do a lot of live TV watching at the same time in the living room. Uh, but we happened to with this one and it was an earlier episode. And I don't know when it was over, we were just like, that was legit funny. Like that was really funny. And so Marty tends to watch them with more regularity than I get around to watching them. But we watched this Christmas special together, which was nice um, with uh-huh. Hannah and Jude. were also there and we watched it. And um, top marks, <laughs> it just gave me, all the Christmas feels. Um, and Anthony nailed it when the, the reason I love the show is the fan found family aspect of it. Um, that you've got all these people that shouldn't fit together, fitting together at the end of it. Um, and it is upbeat and optimistic, which again, is another thing that I love about it. And I'm in it for the long haul. Um, I do want to say it's so funny. I was, um, my parents were over for dinner the other night and, they watch a lot of television because my dad's retired. And so they tend to watch stuff like FBI and NCIS and shows like that. Our comedy brands are not the same. so I had told them, it was like, y'all need to watch. So help me Todd, which is another show that's on right now that I love so much. Okay. Um, and dad's like, it's not anything like that ghost show, is it? And I was like, no. Not even remotely. What a weird thing to say. Have you watched Ghost? And he's like, Yeah, it's terrible. And I was like, <gasps> Who told you to watch it? And he was like, Well, you and Dennis said it was good. And I'm like, No, Ghost is never anything you should watch because it is not your humor and you won't get it. So please don't. <laughs> um, but I thought that was so funny that he was just like, Well, but y'all like it. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> we also like spirited a whole lot and he couldn't stand that. So. We know you do. Funny, funny to me.
3: <laughs> I, I do. I do want to point out about the Christmas episode too. I remember Julia and saw it first because she's like, "Did you watch Christmas episode yet?" And I was like, "No, yeah. not yet." And she's like, "You're gonna love it." And sure enough, I texted her as soon as I watched it. That was awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, so good, so so good. Um, um. Okay. So yeah.
3: Just real quick too, with the Office, I watched the British version before the American version. This I never saw the British version until after the american version so i okay. mm-hmm. do wonder if that maybe has a bearing on maybe liking it a bit more but i feel even if i saw it in reverse like i still like the american office a whole lot better than the british one so i'd yeah. probably like this one a lot better still
2: yeah so uh, let's do cast and credit, and then we'll kind of dig into um, the special as a whole. So our two main, main characters are um, the husband and wife that inherit the property that ha- ends up being haunted with ghosts. So Samantha is played by Rose McIver, who I recognize from Hallmark movies.
3: Oh, uh, we, <laughs> we've was covered in her. at least
2: one. We have covered her. All right. Which is Did we cover because- her in the? hallmark movie that
3: no netflix a christmas prince
2: oh that's it it wasn't hallmark it was a christmas (laughs) prince that's right because she's the queen or she's the the main girl the princess the
3: the one who marries in 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 the the
0: reporter which made me laugh because the whole episode is themed around recreating a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> so, right, so we've covered her already, um which she is absolutely who I thought she was. Like when I saw the show, I was like that face is familiar to me, why? And It's, it's a Christmas connection. She so is she very plays... pretty. She is very pretty. And she's a great actress, especially as displayed in this particular episode.
0: <laughs> um <laughs>
2: But she is she's the one backstory that um, is the one that sees the ghosts in the house as opposed to her husband who doesn't because they move in. She has an accident, bonks her head really hard or whatever she does. And all of a sudden, when she wakes up, she can see all the ghosts in the house and interact with them and everything. And her husband does not. (laughs) So her husband, um, Jay, is played by. And uh, help me out here.
3: Utkarsh <laughs> ambud, Ambudkar. You're Udkarsh, ambudkar. on your own, Ambudkar.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I was going for. Um, yeah, Utkarsh Ambudkar um, plays Jay, who is an extremely likable, understanding. It's a great married relationship. Like, like Anthony said, you don't get like a nastiness that you could from this storyline, right? Um and he, you know, has, it's a big pill to swallow that she can see dead people, but um, he rolls with it. And so for the better part of all the episodes, I think they clear it in the first or second episode. He's very good natured about the whole thing. And his whole interaction it, with the ghost is through her.
3: Uh, yeah. And in fact, he's often quite jealous that she can see him <laughs> and he can't. And exactly. it's funny because he'll enter, a room like she'll be telling him what's going on. Or you know what a ghost said, and he'll be like, oh, Thor, man, it's okay." Completely facing the opposite way, like talking to the wall or something, and it always makes me laugh.
2: <laughs> he has been in some stuff. I don't think we've covered him before, um, but it looks like he's got um, he's got some voice work to his credit. But he's also been in um, Tick Tick Boom. Robot Chicken, so voice work. He was in Free Guy with... um,
3: Ryan Reynolds. What's his
2: name? Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) That's right. Um, And looks like a bit of comedy. So he's not new to comedy.
3: He was in Pitch Perfect, The Mindy Project, and he played a very sleazy network executive on that very short-lived Muppet show that I love so much. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and also, he's good friends of Lin-Manuel Miranda, and when Hamilton was in development, he uh, originated the role of Aaron Burr during oh, readings nice. and everything like that.
0: He was Mr. Burr, sir.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny when you consider one of the ghosts hates Hamilton with a passion. <laughs>
2: Speaking <laughs> of, we'll start with him. Um, so... Here's our ghost cast. Um, First, we've got Isaac Higgintoot, who is played by Brandon Scott Jones, which is the one that hates that hates Hamilton. He comes from the same era as Hamilton. So when you see him, he's dressed in the same type of clothes that you would see from that time period. He dies of dysentery on the property. um, And that's a running joke.
3: Yes, Um, because each of the ghosts has one way they can interact with the living world. So when people pass through him, they smell a really foul odor, which he's embarrassed right. by. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also um, he closeted closeted at the beginning of the show, but he's in an open yes. uh he's out by the time of this Christmas episode.
2: Yes. And it plays a big part in the in the um in the plot as well. Um it looks like he's had quite a bit of um comedy. In his past, so he's been on the show Difficult People. Schooled. He was in an episode, uh, nine episodes of The Good Place. Um, he
3: he has a movie coming out this year with with Nick Cage and Nicholas Holt that looks amazing. It is Renfield. Nick Cage is playing Dracula. It's like a. It looks amazing, hilarious. If you haven't <laughs> seen that trailer, you need to look it up. <laughs>
2: Oh, and he's two years younger than us, Tom. Uh, I can't. uh, uh, I can't with that information a little bit. Okay. I I Um, can't
3: either. He looks so much older.
0: (laughs) He does
2: look older. Um, Okay. Our next ghost is Albert. Oh, I did want to mention. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Oh, I can say we have another Broad City reference, Anthony, although I don't think we're going to get to travel down a Broad City tangent again this week.
3: What was the Broad (laughs) City reference?
0: He was in Broad City. Oh. Which episode does it say? Uh he was a hairdresser oh. in hairdresser. Okay. Season three, episode five. Well, there you go. I'll have to look it up. I don't remember him.
2: <laughs> um, okay, playing another ghost, Alberta Haynes is Danielle Pinnock. Um, she I don't remember her death story
3: she died during prohibition and she was mm-hmm. she was like a lounge singer and she got poisoned by Moonstone and it's this whole mystery because she's convinced somebody murdered her and they don't know That's who right.
1: That's
3: and right. uh her thing is when she hums you can hear the living can hear her humming and Alexa can pick up her humming
2: there you go um <laughs> I love how they use their powers to <laughs> manipulate modern technology um as we see with trevor in
3: this episode
2: exactly (laughs) exactly um so she's been in black lady sketch show i'm most familiar with her aside from this show with young sheldon she's a teacher in young sheldon miss ingram um she's also been in
3: which that was another one you said you really liked and i caught a few episodes on a tbs marathon they were running and it was I gotta admit, I want to sit down and watch that one from the beginning.
2: Young Sheldon's so good. I love it. Um, She's been in Workaholics, Scandal. Um, so, a bit of TV. It's like she's not new to TV.
3: But she was... Her first ever television role was NBC's This Is Us. So, she's newer. She oh,
1: okay. Newer.
3: And shout out, she grew up in... Teaneck, New Jersey, which is where Sarah works.
2: Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Our next ghost is Pete Martino, played by Richie Moriarty. He's the um, Boy Scout with the arrow through his neck. So (laughs) probably the most easily recognizable character, (laughs) if you see any of the printed material on on the show. Um, What's his super, super ghost power?
3: anthony i don't know actually i don't know I, if that was ever said i can't
2: remember it either <laughs> i, I just know, know
3: I yeah because yeah because that's what i love about this show too a season and a half in you still don't know the extent of their powers or all the ghosts who live on property because it's a huge property and everything like that all i know is jay mm-hmm. considers him his best friend even though he's never seen or hurt him or anything because jay is a big geek who likes dungeons and dragons and everything like that and pete <laughs> pete was very into that one a lot <laughs> i
2: mean uh, and,
3: he, and he's an adventurer he
2: is an adventurer <laughs> he um you may have seen him in some other things like i don't know what we do in the shadows he's been in the unbreakable kimmy schmidt uh, orange is the new black house of cards um It looks like he has a recurring role in Amazon's The Tick, which I've always wanted to watch because I loved the Tick animated cartoon back in the '90s. Like loved it.
3: The Amazon show is pretty good.
2: Is it okay? It's a little unsettling.
3: I mean, yeah, as it 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 is is is. a live
2: action, (laughs) but you know, (laughs) it's fine. Um, so I love his character on the show. He's a very good-natured. He is a Boy Scout, like literally and figuratively, a Boy Scout. Um, and well, he has a massive crush, <laughs> <laughs> and has had some awkward turns with um, Daniel Pinnock's character Alberta.
3: Yeah, so he's a he is a Boy Scouts, but they call him the Pinecone Troopers on this show. And he, uh, I would say, he's the conscience of all the ghosts. He's the one who's always trying to do the right thing and always trying yep. to be there, like Jiminy Cricket almost. <laughs>
2: Right. Which is the opposite of our next ghost character,
3: <laughs> Trevor,
2: <laughs> uh, played oh by Asher Rodman, <laughs> who is a total 1980s stock market bro. 90s. And his look, 90s, 90s not 80s, mm-hmm. sorry, 90s and bro.
0: A, all around D-bag
2: all around D bag. He has no pants on the entire show, just like a sports coat and his white shirt and a tie because he because OD'd on the property.
3: He died with his pants off. Yeah, however you die on the property is how you Heist will it. remain for life. Uh, for the that's afterlife. Right. Um, he's the most recently deceased of the ghosts as well.
2: He is. That's right. Um, and then he was not familiar to me when i started watching the show um although he's got a real um soap opera face but he's been in some stuff so he was in law and order svu for one episode looks like he was in an episode of succession chicago med how played of the cards, same exact Elementary. character
3: on succession he's, he's, he's just Billy. has that d-bag, d-bag. looked at him
2: he was a ghost
0: without yeah. pants on in succession.
3: Spoiler alert. <laughs> wow. succession is uh, a little different than I thought it was. Uh speaking of which, they released a final trailer for that show this past week, speaking of how my week was, and that thing looks epic because it's the final season, so I can't freaking wait.
1: Ooh.
3: Um, but we forgot to mention this his Trevor's power, uh, he can interact with the real world. Like, so he can type and like physically touch things it just takes a lot of effort and strength on his part
2: um, okay next ghost one of my favorite ghosts is Hetty Woodstone played by Rebecca Wasaki um, <laughs> she is Victorian era
1: yes yeah,
2: like the roughly collar and stuff um, and she's very uptight um, quote proper although I don't feel like that's the right word
3: she used to she's the only ghost who the manor was actually in her possession at one point she's the actual lady of the manor and she's samantha's great 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 aunt or something like that
2: mm-hmm. um you may have she seen is her, her in the great mentalists. great
0: great great grandmother
2: oh wow or great <laughs> She um she has been on The Mentalist, Desperate Housewives, American Horror Story, SVU, 90210, Big Love. So she's made her own as well. Um, she's also on a few episodes of Star Trek Picard, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, so she's got quite a bit to her name. She makes me laugh every time she talks about cocaine.
1: It's
3: like one of my
2: favorite running gags is when she talks about how delightful cocaine is. Um, she
3: she makes me a lot laugh a lot this episode uh, when she talks about the yes. muscled man and his wood,
0: That's the right. the lumberjack. Yes,
2: <laughs> I don't know about her interaction with the living world.
0: Nope, I don't either. I don't know Maybe her power there uh, It's it's unknown.
2: Remains to be seen. TBD. Um, okay, our next ghost is our free spirit character, Flower, played by <laughs> Sheila Carrasco. She is a complete and utter hippie Was a member of a commune, wandered onto the property, tried to hug a bear, and tragically was attacked. <laughs> <Illed>. <laughs> uh,
3: and her power is she can put people in like, a hallucinogenic state by passing
0: through them. <laughs>
2: it seems really accurate
0: yes (laughs) she was part of a cult too right didn't she? a a cult yeah
3: and she really yeah and she really likes the
2: ripples (laughs) (laughs) She, she likes all of that um so she's been in the good place jane the virgin um the odd couple life in pieces american housewives um so quite a bit of tv there um she makes me laugh um I can appreciate a hippie character and especially when you take a hippie and you put them in the in the realm of all of these other characters <laughs> it's very funny and she has some romantic interludes with a few a few characters one character at least that I can think of right off but I think a few hmm um, one of those is a headliner of the episodes we're talking about tonight plays a very heavy role in the plot. And that is Thorfinn played by Devon Chandler-Long. Um, he is a Viking, <laughs> a large man, very large man. Um, English is not great. I cannot remember how he died in this Lightning. place. Lightning
3: strike, which is why his, he can interact with electricity. Powers.
2: Yep. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he eats a um, Danish
3: with a passion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and loves fish, like, so much.
0: Loves cod. I caught, I caught I on to know. both of those things. and <laughs> then later...
3: Um, I'm sorry. I just want to say in this season, you discover he has a son who lives on the estate next door. And whenever they, because they can't leave their properties, they just have to communicate by shouting across the field through open windows.
1: (laughs) Uh, Okay.
2: He is this large, burly man, has been in some things you would expect from a large. Barley man. Uh, he was in Doom Patrol, a few episodes of Doom Patrol. Um, he's also been on The Rookie and CIS, um, The Runaways, Training Day, Teen Wolf. So, again, we've got lots of TV stars here. He's very funny um, and he plays a very big part in these episodes, um, which I love because I think he's very funny. Um, our last ghost character. Well, our last main ghost character, though not the last one I'm going to cover tonight, is um, Sassapis. Is that how you say it? They call him Sas. Yeah, Sass. they
3: call him Sass. Yeah, Sass. He's a Lenape yep. Native um, American.
2: Yeah, played by Roman Zaragoza. What I like about Roman, or what I like about Sass, is he has lots of context for everybody else that's died. Um, specifically in this episode, it comes up that... Um, he witnessed things and some of the other ghosts' deaths that kind of fills their story in a little bit, which I like. Plus, he's a very peaceful character. He's
3: Native American Indian. Indigenous. We don't know his power, but he loves smelling food.
2: Uh, he has been in some TV as well. Um, so he's been in Austin and Alley, Being Brian, Those Who Can't. He's also a director as well. Um, actor, director, and producer. Our last ghost, who comes midway through the show, um, plays an important part of um, Higgin' Toots, <laughs> of Isaac's storyline. And that is Nigel Chessum, played by John Hartman. Um, he is a um, love interest for Isaac in this episode and the episodes surrounding the special as well. This season, Blossom At- relationship.
3: Yeah, and while Isaac is an American revolutionary war soldier, Nigel is a British revolutionary war soldier. So they were opposite sides and I think Isaac was the one who shot and killed him during the war accidentally. Yes. He yeah. was.
2: Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so he lives in the shack. <laughs>
0: was- oh, I just read that he was admiring him from afar with a telescope when he sneezed and pulled the trigger and killed him. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: um and then also starring in this episode um we see her in a handful of episodes is um what's his, name? his name's jay right yeah Is yep. jay's sister bella played by Poonam patel and she's like opposite jay to me <laughs> right she's kind of a high maintenance sister and the running joke is that she is all attracted to the wrong kind of guy which in this specific instance um from a previous episode where she was told about the ghosts and all of that stuff because she's in on it um she was very attracted to trevor so by the wrong kind of guy i mean d-bags like trevor um
3: you know i I, i'm a little i'm a little hurt here because in the past you have said yeah you're definitely the one without pants and you keep referring to him as a d-bag I'm a, I'm a little funny. i am don't
2: mean i don't mean that you are a d-bag at all <laughs> just that i don't know his humor feels familiar to me um okay so i
3: think anthony's yeah, a d-bag okay. <laughs> um i want to also mention just the only other character in this episode, Andrew Leeds, plays Eric, Bella's friend, who's very much into her. And uh, we've covered mm-hmm. him before on Zoe's so Extraordinary Christmas. So, yeah. Yeah, I can't just say, too, before we hop into it, for those who haven't watched the show, there are a bunch of other ghosts, too, who don't factor into this episode but are hilarious, like mm-hmm. the cholera victim
1: <laughs> in, the in the basement.
3: And there's a headless ghost. <laughs> and it's so funny. Like the whole. <laughs> Every ghost they introduce has been unique and so so funny.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, okay, so the Christmas spirit part one and two synopsis of this one, um, and its second part counterpart is that. Um, When Jay's sister, Bella, returns to Woodstone Mansion for a holiday visit and brings a male friend, Samantha makes it her mission to spark a holiday romance between the two. The scheme Jay's sister and the ghosts conjure up goes awry. And then part two, as we continue, is Sam and Thorfinn get caught in the crossfire as the scheme Jay's sister, Bella, and the ghosts have conjured up goes awry. So, We have a few different storylines spinning in, in these two episodes. So where we start and where we frame it at um, is number one, the mansion looks beautiful. It's decorated for Christmas. And we Mm -hmm. find out and it's nobody's surprise. Yes. But to no one's surprise, Samantha loves Christmas. Like she's a big fan. Um, She's always loved Christmas. She particularly, and this is definitely a, funny inside joke right Um, loves a good Hallmark movie (sighs) with all of its stereotypes and traits and Jay's along for the ride for sure
3: and right away again Anthony type joke from Trevor when they're watching this Hallmark movie and he's trying to make everything dirty about it like he's like (laughs) yeah Holly wants to get up on that North Pole and Sam's like (laughs) please don't make Christmas dirty Trevor it's pure and beautiful and everyone loves it (laughs)
2: <laughs> well no, Christian loves though. it though, because right, we quickly get we quickly get Thor's input on Christmas. And what is that, Tom?
0: Uh he's falsely claiming Christianity just culturally appropriated all of Norse cultures solstice celebrations
3: it was pretty funny because sam couldn't explain it away so she just kept changing the subject and like turning up the
0: volume it's different exactly isn't this like that isn't this like that cultural appropriation you always talk about uh it's different <laughs> how Ooh, the tv show
3: oh well, <laughs> they're about to put her the candy cane
0: train
2: <laughs> um we quickly get our visitors for the holiday and that's jay's sister who they are only initially expecting this and uh, miraculously she has a friend with her who samantha wants to turn into more um what's his name eric eric um So Eric's character is wonderful and delightful. Clearly likes Bella, like to a point where she's absolutely taking advantage of him, (laughs) right? Not in a mean way, but like she knows he's completely into her and she is not completely into him. Um, But Samantha sees the opportunity to play out a Hallmark love story in real life. So she makes it her goal to kind of set them up for the duration of their stay um, with as many prefab, (laughs) prefab uh, Hallmark tropes as possible, right? Get them in the kitchen, building a gingerbread house together, um, everything they can do, right? She lays out, she lays out some suspenders and a plaid shirt on his bed because one of the ghosts suggests, or no, it's not, it's Jay. It's like, why don't you have him go chop wood? Because Bella just really likes that.
3: Um, he, you know, wait. I gotta interject here because he's like, she's always sending pictures to the family group text, and Sam is like, "Wait, I'm on the family thread. Why haven't I seen these?" And Jay's like, "Yeah, well, there's another family thread. Champa calls it the core group." The and, core you just
1: group. Get, and
3: you just get Thor in the background. Sam, not core group in own family. Very funny.
2: <laughs> 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 um, so Bella. Upon her visit, though, has very different motives for why she's there for Christmas. And Anthony, what are those motives?
3: Uh, So in a previous episode, the first episode we introduced her in, she became aware of the ghost, and her and Trevor kind of hit it off, despite the fact she can't even see Trevor. Um, And she's asking about him. She, She wants to connect with him. And Sass gives Trevor the idea to use his powers to text her and uh plant this idea in her head that she should get eric her friend to let to let him possess her for a night so they could uh point us yeah
2: yeah and how and... does a ghost possess a human body as displayed in a previous episode what goes as into dis- that
3: you have to shock yourself with a near death experience. I, so there's a lamp and get that blasted, hopefully. and it yes. it, it, bla- it, bla- it shocks you and blasts you back into a ghost, and the ghost inhabits your body. So That's they want to call, they want to send this guy near death to, to uh, you know, <laughs> so they can have sex. And but the thing is, neither of them know how it's done. So <laughs> Bella has to get the information out of jay and she's trying to be the supportive sister be like hey you know that possession how 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 are you dealing with it i mean i joked about it victorian lady inside of you objectively funny but it must have been <laughs> weird and a little scary and jay's like it was weird it was scary thank you um but he eventually tells her how it's done so
2: right so she then <laughs> approaches eric as the most shocking part of these entire two episodes, and says, Hey, here's what I want to do. Which the conversation includes ghosts are real, ghosts are here. I like one of these ghosts. Can you shock yourself so said ghost can occupy your body so that we can do the dirty?
3: Well, well in one what...
2: conversation.
3: It will, let's set, let's set this up even better when she's sitting down ready to break it to him the pure excitement on the face of trevor and sass as they run in to catch this conversation <laughs> like oh she's the to to break prank to him <laughs> 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 and oh, it really is and eric is funny because he's he's not getting it at first he's like i totally understand when my pop pop died nana claimed she could still talk to him and nobody believed her but i did
1: (laughs) and
2: all to say he's like totally on board because he knows that it'll make her happy and that's what she wants for christmas
3: and and to sum up that how i felt about this watching it trevor said this guy is mentally ill but i love him
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh he really is though So the end of our first of two episodes, right, that are played back to back, is them setting this all up where Eric has a screwdriver and the loose light, which is exactly where Jay had been possessed episodes earlier. Um, no, No, it's not.
1: They're about to do that
2: when Samantha walks in and she's like, hold up what is happening? Absolutely not. Not on my watch. You don't play with stuff like this. And so she scolds the ghosts. She scolds Bella and people, you know, fritter away to their well, own areas.
3: Jay walks in too. And this says something cute about their relationship because as he's walking in, he's like, hey, Sam, I know we already left the cookies out for Santa, but...
2: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and oh, then, I didn't catch that.
3: And then he gets so annoyed too. Like he... I mean, it's he says bad. things that make Eric leave in the morning. Right. But Eric is such a good guy because while this tension between this family is blowing up, he's just so sweet and innocent. It's like, so is a free for all or do you take turns opening gifts? Which is
0: asking the <laughs> important know, questions.
2: <laughs> <I love
0: that. laughs> Sam didn't like that question, though. She didn't. Wait, have
3: we have we ever answered that question on the show? What's it like for you guys?
2: I think we have. Is this the do you go buy one gift or free for all? Or is it the Eve versus morning? No, it's the free for all
3: question. Free for all, yeah.
2: Maybe not. I know we've talked about do you open eve or day? But I don't know we've answered the other one. What are y'all? We're free for all.
3: We're free for all. We
0: I like to watch Ellie open presents and other family members so we try to go in a in an order but it's far too difficult to contain children's excitement
3: and i am 100 percent open with all my gifts by the time like sarah and my sister are like on gift two because they're just like admiring what they got whereas i take a look and i'm like next uh-huh. gift
2: You're like the kids from blackish
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly
2: give me something else to open <laughs> <laughs> So Samantha's put out, everybody's been sent to bed and she's just fuming, but she figures she needs to tidy up a bit before bed and to keep anybody from getting harmed. And so she gets up on the ladder and she's trying and about to fix the light, pure frustration. Um, She shocks herself and is blasted backwards into
3: Thorfinn,
2: Thorfinn. and guess what? (laughs) Thor is now in Samantha's body.
0: Why are hands so small? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I gotta give it to this. Like,
2: her acting is so good because she does Thor's voice very, yeah. very well.
3: I was about to say, this is tremendous acting on her part. Mm. She was so funny.
2: Yeah. And you really feel like and, he's really in her.
3: <laughs> and credit to the guy who plays Jay, like, last season when uh, Hetty possessed him. He did a good job, too. Like yes. what? It's must be a fun conceit for them as actors that they can get the opportunity to play a completely different character like that.
2: It would be. It would be really fun. yeah, um so even though this takes us into part two of our um Christmas episode, we have a few storylines we didn't cover super close. So we've got Isaac's brewing romance with Nigel Nigel. um, and sort of like his inability to like commit right they haven't kissed they haven't done anything and he's
0: which, which he's is very funny
2: he can't put his finger on that's right flower um,
3: has a beautiful line when she finds out they haven't kissed and she says it's been months i would have slept with him and his bass player by now <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so not um isaac can't put his finger on why because he's definitely interested in nigel um and so what blossoms for him over these two episodes is really Putting his finger on why he's having difficulty committing, right? And being happy. Really, why is he struggling so much with this thing that is just like happiness for him? Um, And obviously the ghosts help him work through that as they do, because they're great. Um, And it comes up that um, he has these repressed feelings of how he failed his wife when he was alive, um, because it was a marriage of convenience. And he feels like he used her. um, He couldn't really be who he wanted to be back in that time period. And he feels like she died unfulfilled because he couldn't give that
3: because he was he right. was gay it was a sham in his mind and uh right. this whole storyline is like really poignant actually like they did not play it for laughs for the most part
1: uh-uh. um no, they didn't.
3: the funniest bit was the fact that his wife knew all, all along he was gay and when she brings it up in a flashback ben franklin comes in <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, isaac is like what are you doing here and he says, well, I happen to be passing by and I couldn't help but overhear the words big gay liar, so I automatically assumed that someone was discussing my old pal. <laughs>
2: Do
3: you have the electricity quote? Yeah, yeah. Isaac was like, you know, too? I mean, no, I'm not. And Ben Franklin's like, well, I'm not discovering any electricity between you two.
2: It's the kite and everything. It's so funny. <laughs> but- <laughs> And so, who inevitably helps him resolve these feelings he has is Sass. Um, Sass mentions um, after uh, Isaac pulls out a hanky to wipe his face or whatever, and it has a cricket on it. And they're like, Cricket, what's cricket all about? He said it was his wife's nickname for him. Um, but Sass was like, I was wandering uh, on the grounds looking at who was dying so that I could see who might be joining us. And he ends up saying, you know, a woman came to visit you as you were dying and brought clean clothes to dress you in because she knew you would want that. And so it's like in that moment that Isaac realizes, you know, she did care care for me. Yeah. And if she was doing that, then she had probably made, you know, then she wasn't living just unhappy and angry with him and all of that stuff. And that gives him the solace and the peace to go and seek out Nigel in the last few minutes of the special and like the most beautifully decorated shack, by the way, the shack has like the hallmark treatment with the lights and the garland in the background. And they finally kiss and it's very sweet. Um, So we've got that storyline. And then we have just the teeny tiny baby storyline where, um, What's her name, the Victorian woman?
3: Hetty.
2: Hetty. Hetty sees a snippet of these burly men in suspenders chopping wood, and she's like, what is that? And more of that. So she kind of bribes.
3: Well, what's funny about her in general throughout this whole show is they play her as a typically a stereotypical sexually repressed Victorian woman who is... Very just horny. Like, <laughs>
1: Flo-
3: flower gets her to like sit on a washing machine while it's on and things like that. But, uh, her storyline here ties into the Thor storyline because they want to know how Thor wants to know how he can stay, like, in Sam's body. And Hetty's like, she basically says she'll tell him, but he has to do something for her. <laughs> she, she says, Yesterday, Shay showed me a video that rocked me to my core. When I asked Samantha to replay the short Lumberjack film for me, she refused, saying that she needed her phone for personal affairs. And Sass is like, so you just want Thor to use Sam's hands to play the video for you? And she's like, of the muscled man and his wood, yes. (laughs)
2: So she spends the whole second episode for the most part, except for the end, just like in the kitchen watching videos of men (laughs) shopping wood, which is very funny. Um, So our main storyline though, is we now have Thor inside of Samantha's body. And when a ghost possesses possesses another, there are breakthrough moments where Samantha kind of gains control again, um, and which is why Thor was like, how can I keep that from happening? Because when Samantha breaks through, she's like, we just need to drive through the gate, which will knock the ghost out because the ghosts have to stay inside of the property. Um, And so Thor obviously doesn't want that to happen because he is discovering some things about himself he did not know. And a lot of them have to do with how delightful Christmas actually is. And that's what makes the second part more magical than the first part even is Um, Thor, who hates Christmas. Starts to sample some of the delights of Christmas. He tries a Christmas cookie, and, and people are like, "It's a Christmas cookie," and he's like, "It's delicious."
0: <laughs> it made me. It made me think. Huh. This is the power Julia now can now has.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah. <there> we go. <laughs> um. He also. Um, Eats as much fish as like humanly possible, which is not Christmas specific, but it is something he's constantly talking about and makes him happy. Uh, you see him and Sass ordering things on the Amazon uh, wish list or adding things to the grocery <laughs> list with Amazon, which is very funny. But one of my favorite things he does is um, Bella is is down around the tree and is not nobody notices except the ghosts that Thor is in Samantha's body. They just don't think she has a cold. Well, and um,
3: Jay, especially, it's very funny because Jay doesn't realize uh, at all And even the ghosts are like, How long can he like go without like <laughs> realizing Samantha's not talking with more than two words at a time?
2: <laughs> right. But Jay himself has gotten wrapped up in going in, to the train station to retrieve Eric to bring Eric back to Bella, which is a very hallmark storyline so as well. So he's gotten wrapped up in the well, magic of the Christmas spirit and love
3: it's hallmark if you have a very stereotypical new yorker on the platform like calling out the <laughs> double entre- entendres and because jay is talking to eric he's like i realize i was too judgmental about that thing you wanted to do with my sister last night and you just hear the guy whoa and jay's like come on man grow up and then later on in the conversation eric's like well is it gonna hurt and Jay's like, honestly, yeah, a little bit. But once they're fully inside, it's not that bad. And the guy's like, guy like, come on,
1: man, it's freaking Christmas. So
2: funny, I love it. Um, but while Jay is off doing that, Bella um, is in like the living room with the Christmas tree with, with Thor, Samantha, and the, some of the other ghosts are there, too. And Bella's like, did Samantha get the ghosts gifts? And so Thor immediately is like, uh, I did, <laughs> you know. And so it turns out Samantha bought a gift for all of the ghosts that she would open with them in the room. Which is Thor
3: a beautiful idea. And can we it's just so talk weird. about how beautifully wrapped those gifts were with the like branches and ribbons? Yeah. And everything. I was like, well, that's like Hallmark wrapping
2: yeah it's so good it was
0: um, mm-hmm. it was and, and, she... it, and Thor loved it Thor did yes. love it
2: the whole part of it he loved opening the package and then inside he she had gotten him um, a ship inside of a glass bottle and Bella thinking she's talking to Samantha is like well does he like it because she can't hear him and Thor Samantha is like
1: yes <sighs> Thor loved it. Yeah, Thor loved it. And again, it's great
3: acting because not only is she acting like a fool doing that voice and everything, but she's actually like welling up and everything. Like great acting on her part. Yeah,
2: yeah, super emotional. So it comes to a head. um, Eric comes back. Jay is able to get Eric back. Jay realizes Samantha is not Samantha. (laughs) Like,
3: (laughs) well, no, not yet not yet because they're gonna let, oh, right they're going to let um Trevor try to possess Eric that's right. and you know they all gather in the room for Eric to touch the lamp and get thrown back and Trevor's so excited he's like this guy's a mensch. I'm gonna do some push-ups when I'm in this body and leave that body a <laughs> better shape than when I found it <laughs> um but He gets shocked a little too hard and Eric, his heart stops and he collapses
0: and he temporarily dies. And he's very nonchalant about it. He's just he's okay with it. The only concern, like none of the ghosts are concerned with the fact that he's dead. The only concern is uh, he's going to regret that reindeer sweater. <laughs> 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 that reminded me of Tom because Tom would totally <laughs> want to die in a reindeer sweater if it meant wearing it for eternity. Dude, I would be decked out in Christmas attire if, I meant, if that's how I had to spend eternity. I
2: love it so much. And, um, and right, this so is we've where got Eric has a ghost for a very short amount of time.
3: Yeah, and this is where things come to a head with Sam slash Thor, because how That's does right. Thor blow it here? Well,
0: you know.
2: Right. Well, in so, all
0: fairness, he should have blown it multiple times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Jay got the defibrillator, def,
0: oh, the defibrillator.
2: defibrillator out and <laughs> is having to watch a YouTube video that has a commercial at the beginning on how to use it properly when Thor realizes, I have the power of lightning in my hands. (laughs) Let me use it for good. Except it's Samantha with Thor in, right? And so Samantha then walks over to Eric and shocks him. And Eric is restored to his human form. And Jay's like, wait a second. What's been happening? (laughs) And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah and we you know the jig is up right and everybody realizes oh that's been thor all along so jay takes samantha immediately into the car and is like you're done but well, well
3: and he's also concerned like that it's been thor all along he was like it wasn't thor last night was it
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's like no but oh my gosh <laughs> um so we get then the next morning so it's the day after Christmas, at this point, um, well, Samantha wakes up.
3: Well, real quick before we get there, we should say that the shock is really what Bella needed to realize she likes Eric as is, like yeah, he's a great guy, and she would be lost without him, which is very she sweet. She very had her worried. own like Linus moment there.
2: She did. Good way to put that. Yep. Um. So the next morning, Samantha wakes up jay is awake it's snowing but it's she missed christmas she was in you know thorland for the whole christmas day and so she hears singing coming from downstairs and it's the group it's the group of ghosts and they're singing for samantha um and white
3: christmas because yeah, um, white christmas yeah because they can't give her anything well, not, physical so and that was not their first choice because was not they- their first choice they tried singing Silent Night, and before they realized Thor was in the body, she was like, Thor was like,
0: I take this.
3: And they're like, I, to- I forgot who said it, but they were like, I told you we should have done White Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but she gets really emotional about what a sweet gesture it is, and it's.
3: And it's, it's intercut. We- it's intercut like this is also kind of what makes Isaac's kiss so beautiful because while he Mm -hmm. him and Nigel their moment it's like underscored with the singing and
1: Mm
2: -hmm. it's
3: very beautiful Mm
2: -hmm.
3: and uh, And we see
2: snippets of her opening the presents for the ghosts that she got and
3: and Thor has his Linus moment here at the very end he, yeah, he says christmas isn't just day on calendar it is time with people you love and then you just hear jay from the other room hey babe somebody ripped the head off santa and thor's like that was before i learned oh it's so
2: good and that's our episode the well, so,
3: something happened. happens at the very end, which sets up future episodes.
2: <laughs> right.
0: When so we've got some <laughs> some hot some hot action happening between two ghosts.
2: The two most <laughs> unlikely together ghosts, I would say.
0: I wouldn't, based on what I saw from their personality <laughs> here, they seem like they have a pretty big common interest.
3: Trevor and Hetty, the two horny ghosts. Uh, <laughs> Trevor makes some comment about being revved up and uh, (laughs) Eddie's all into it and they just lunge at each other and start making out and uh, yeah it is an unlikely couple but to Tom's point it is not but you would think Trevor would go for the young hippie girl you'd think (laughs) Um, so I gotta ask who is your favorite ghost on this show In general. If you had to pick one.
0: From my my experience. Hattie or Thor.
3: (laughs) I like Trevor. And Flower.
0: Oh, Flower too. Yeah, I like her a lot. Trevor's too Wolf of Wall Street for me.
2: Yeah.
3: I relate to Trevor. He's very New York. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We did. (laughs) So throughout there are some great hanukkah references too
0: because trevor Are. is jewish
1: mm-hmm. so like like, when it,
0: sam's like you ruined christmas and so Trevor's like, you ruined the seventh night of hanukkah <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> and then there's another <laughs> one where alberta is like how you feeling trev sorry you didn't get to possess eric and trevor's like oh it would have been the second greatest thing a jew ever did on hanukkah it would have been the maccabees and then tea money." <laughs> <laughs> and then he, and then he even says later on when Eric agrees to let him possess him, he's like, "Move over, Judah Maccabee. There's a new Hanukkah hero in town." <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: oh my
2: gosh, I love it.
3: Well, this episode is everything I want out of a holiday special. Like you had Same. the atmosphere. It was like beautifully decorated. The music was great. The music. Like- Snow, and again, this is a show in general, but it was amplified because it was a Christmas episode. But it was just so warm,
2: mm-hmm. it was. I would totally spend Christmas at that mansion, all decorated like it was. It felt so cozy,
3: me too. And it so had then... multiple Linus moments. Oh, yeah, multiple for sure. Multiple. Thor had one, Bella had one, Isaac mm-hmm. had one.
2: It was it's it was so nice for her to see, though, like the reactions of the ghosts when she did the nice thing for Christmas. Uh,
0: the first oh, time Thor, I Thor crying was amazing. Was Thor amazing. as Sam crying. <laughs> mm-hmm. The first time I watched this special,
3: when Bella points out, oh, did you get all the ghost gifts and you realize she had wrapped gifts under the tree for all the ghosts? I literally awed out loud. I thought,
2: yes, it was just so sweet. It was so sweet. So, Samantha.
3: So Samantha, and Samantha is so Julia, just that just that uh, you know, perpetually cheerful, good, warm person.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs>
3: Meanwhile, I'm what? Trevor, the, Trevor, the d bag <laughs>
0: <laughs> You do you you are a Trevor. <laughs> oh, gosh.
2: So how would we rank it even though I think I probably already know. We only have to rate it against itself. We'll rate it as a whole special because I'm not going to parse them part one, part two.
0: Ten. For me. Ten. Why didn't we do the European Ten. one too? There are a we few shouldn't. European ones. We That could be its own episode. We should do that mm-hmm. as an episode next year. We're saving content. Or later this year, because I prefer...
1: <laughs>
3: I think we're at the point that TV stuff is more fun to cover than the movies, because we ran through the, all the best <sighs> ones. Um, yeah, this was... I will definitely add this to my Christmas rotation every year.
2: Same. Um, yeah.
3: I have a general question for you about the show. How long... Okay. And I, you know, it's coming eventually... How long before they let Jay see the ghosts?
2: I don't know. I've wondered that too. Plus, like in the beginning, I'm not caught up on episodes, but in the beginning, Samantha has like a mission for some of these ghosts, right? Like, are they ghosts because they have, right, an unresolved thing in their life? What is the unresolved thing? Um, Can she do anything to bring about resolving that? And so I wonder how that's going to factor into our core cast because i don't want any of them to move on to the better place because (laughs) it's a
3: nice built-in thing for the writers like you know if this series goes on a few years and like a cast Mm. member wants to leave or whatever they have a built-in way to have them leave in a very happy fulfilling way by moving on so i like that and i they i like that there's so many ghosts on the property we don't really know so they could always bring in new cast members too yeah um
2: like the cholera crew and they crashed love- me up
3: oh me too <laughs> i think jay sooner yeah. rather than later i thought at the end of season one when they crashed through the floor that jay was gonna hit his head then mm-hmm. but uh the writers in an interview said they said that that's like chekhov's gun in the back pocket they said that's a big move to pull so early on in the show so but yes. they say it'll happen that's eventually true. but they said so early
2: I'm excited for that. Me too. Um, I'm also excited to hear feedback from people listening that have experience with ghosts.
3: We did get.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I watched (laughs) the show (laughs) versus those who haven't. Did you say that we got some input?
3: Yeah. So Ken Kessler wrote, he loves the show. And Rebecca Bowl, our British Rebecca Watt, now because she's married, she wrote, "I love the show, but let's be real—the British one is far superior." She said, oh. "The subtleties in the acting and writing outweigh the pacing of the American one." Oh, nice. So, okay. I disagree, but we'll see what y'all think when we cover the Christmas episodes. We're not opposed to British content. Julia loves the snowman. We all loved Gavin and oh, Stacey. Yeah. We did. Oh
2: yeah, I love. Love British content. Um, if people have more input they want to give us on ghosts, where can they do that at, Tom?
0: You can go to our Linktree, tis the podcast, or linktree.com slash podcast, where you can find a link to all of our social media platforms. Platforms like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and our Facebook group, as well as our subreddit, We would love to hear from you on any of those, and we will share your comments with the rest of the world on our episodes. If you would like to engage with us even more with bonus content, you can always check out our Patreon, also linked from our link tree, where we have bonus episodes, stickers, cards. Who knows what we're designing this year? It's already March, so it's time for us to start thinking about it. (laughs) Uh, We're sure to have something new for you in the next couple of months
3: hmm Well, yeah. Physical new. You're going to get bonus episodes. You've had a few bonus episodes this year already. Easter's coming up, so you'll definitely get one for that. Um, but yeah. Next week, I'm super excited because we are covering another hit comedy, which I talked about a bit earlier in this episode, Abbott Elementary. And the one Christmas episode they've done so far... Uh, which is season two, season two, episode ten, Holiday Hookah. Uh, so if you want to uh, watch in advance, you can watch it. It's season two, episode ten, Holiday Hookah. And then the week after, we are returning to the world of Blackish and finishing the final Christmas episodes of that series,
0: which will be fun as well. It's
2: a good month. Love TV month. It
0: is a good month. This is going to be a lot of fun.
2: Um. Also, good news. We're gonna. Fill your days between, you know, Christmas to Christmas with really good content. And those days are getting smaller. As it stands right now, we only have 6,888 hours until Christmas.
0: That's only 287 days. It's only 39 weeks. 38 weeks. 40 weeks. 41. 41 weeks. You were very off this. That's only 41 weeks, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Bye, y'all. Do your homework. Bye, y'all. I don't have a clever haunting pun. I was trying to think of the whole episode, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know